Rumor has it there is a secret base hidden under the Guys, is that our bell? I don't know where is that? Yeah, where is that coming from? I don't know. That's I mean I know it's New Year's, but what is going on? This is weird. John, can you boost our levels? Can we see if we can push through this thing again? Yeah, 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 yeah. I can do that for sure. Is that good? I think it's good. Yeah, okay, it's time great. to open your eyes, open your mind, and shift your paradigm. You're tuned in to another episode of All Night with the Living Geeks, the podcast in which we investigate and discuss high strangeness in the world in which we live. I'm your host, Taylor, and across the virtual desk for me tonight is my brother, Seb. Seb, how you doing? Happy New Year! Indeed. I'm doing, I'm doing great. Uh, how are you doing? I'm I'm doing just fine because I am so excited after a very, very long delay. I am happy to say that here at the virtual desk, working the ones and twos, it's John. How are you, sir? Yay. Oh, I am doing just fine. Hello, everyone. It's It's good to be back. I heard someone asked where i was so i came back yes, I am. yes. <laughs> it is so good to have you back on the mic tonight yeah um and just in time for 2023 holy smokes we Goodness, made it we did it i know this this actually this not only that is this is the this is the basically the last episode of our second year oh. wow my gosh. next month starts our third year and we've got some ideas about what we're gonna do Mm. Um, but before we do any of that, we had to talk about what's new in our weird. Oh, um, yeah. Seb, you want to start us off? Oh, sure. Yeah. Um, well this past month, I finally saw an episode of a ghost hunting TV show where they used a version of the Estes method complete with audio playback of what the listener heard. Um, listeners to our, uh, Hellier series might remember the fact that, um, they were really well known for um, uh, popularizing a ghost hunting technique, which, to make a long story short, um, uh, uses a spirit box in a special way. And uh, I, I thought it was brilliant. It was the first Hellier was the first time I had ever heard or seen the Estes method uh, employed, and um, and I, I thought it was brilliant. But I just thought it, there was just one little flaw in the diamond, which was just as listeners might remember me saying uh, it, it, was, it would have been great if there was some sort of mechanism by which whatever the person wearing the uh, headphones heard could be recorded for the sake of us listeners. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't want to claim that, you know, I don't watch every paranormal TV show. I don't want to say that this is the first time this occurred. It was just the first time I had seen it. But another um, ghost hunting show actually did uh, an Estes method. They didn't call it that, but it, it was obviously the Estes method. Yeah. And somehow they looped in some sort of, you know, technology so that they could record what the uh, the, re- the recipient, I guess you might call it, was was hearing. So I thought that was pretty cool. Right. Mm, that is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah definitely. Um, John, I know it's been quite a few months. Have you had anything weird happen, say, this this year? <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm trying. All right. We're going to be here the rest of the night. I'm trying to think <laughs> of, of something, and, and I honestly can't. I feel like I told you about a weird thing that happened to me. I would have to go through our messages, but I, I honestly do not, off the top of my head, remember anything oh. To you, you probably did, but nuts. I don't recall what it is. Well, it's not. It's not like you saw a UFO or a Yeti was traipsing through. The no, room. no, unfortunately not. Actually, maybe fortunately <laughs> that didn't happen. I don't know what I'd do. Right. Fight yeah, or flight? I don't know. Um, like 
yeah, I can't I can't really think of anything at this moment. So I'm I'm sorry. I've got nothing. No, you're fine. You are fine. We're just happy to have you here. Um, yeah. I really haven't had anything weird uh, in December, um, but I did uh, see at one point that um, I don't know if you guys know, but Barack and Michelle Obama kind of basically started a production company, huh. you know, post presidential life. <clears throat> yes, and I did working, know that. Yeah. And they're working um, to produce a few different things for Netflix primarily, I think. Okay. Um, oh, yeah. One of, the, sorry. One of the things they, they have uh, already, it's already out and it's been out for a little while. But anyway. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Well, one of the things that recently uh, we caught wind of was that they're actually going to um, adapt the Betty and Barney Hill story. Oh, what? Are you serious? Yes, dead serious. Yeah, it's. I'll I'll go back and I'll uh, I'll dig up the tweet and I'll stick it in the show notes. Um, but yeah, they um, it it just feels kind of weird that you know here is a former president and first lady, granted, run a production company now, but they're basically (laughs) adapting like the the first really popularized abduction case. Yeah. Wow. It kind of makes you wonder. It's like. Is this? Are you guys being like, "Hey, this was was a thing"? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. So, yeah, wow. some low-level disclosure. Now, now that I've got to ask, I've got to ask: Have you guys ever seen the 1970s era made-for-TV movie version of the Betty and Barney Hill Experience, starring James Earl Jones? The, the no. Interrupted Journey, right? Oh, it's so good. It I've is. Not seen it. 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 If you ever get a chance, please take a look at it. It's really good. Is it is it like on um, is it YouTube or is it streaming? Yeah, like I, I, I saw it. I saw it on YouTube myself. Okay, um, okay. I mean, it's James Earl Jones. You kind of can't go wrong with that. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. <laughs> well, that's awesome, yeah. though. That's really exciting. Yeah, that's. I'll be very curious to uh, to see that when all is said and done. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe we'll have to do a review of that. Yeah. Well, folks, you know, it's a new year. I. In hindsight, this this might have been better set as our December episode leading up to the new year rather than January. But eh, the chips fall where they fall. Mm-hmm. Um, we decided it would be fun uh, for the transition to the new year to uh, sit down with an old episode of Art Bell's mm-hmm. Coast to Coast AM. He would always do this New Year's Eve, sometimes not just New Year's Eve, but the night before New Year's Eve and do both nights and do open line and he would get people to make predictions call in make predictions for the next year as well as review predictions from the previous year to see if they came true where they either get a ding or a bonk (laughs) amazing yeah and i was i was so excited because i found i found the file from um 25 years ago yeah, uh, December 31st, 1997. I was like, oh, my God, this is going to be great. But it was only one hour of the show. Mm. And so much of it is taken up with him talking about news and, you know, the news at the top of the bottom of the hour and commercials that there really wasn't a lot to do with it. I was heartbroken. Mm. I was mm. so stoked for the idea of doing a 25 year old show. That would have been perfect. But I got the next best thing. December 31st, 1999, on the cusp of Y2K. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So this was going to be the last episode of anything, basically. Yes, exactly. Everything was going to shut down and stop working at midnight. ATMs were going to go haywire and start turning on their creators. Um, Yeah, mass panic would ensue. Cats and dogs living together, that kind of thing. Mm. Um, And he did 
basically an eight hour show that night. Wow. Which is huge. Yeah. Huge. He did the he did the first three hours as if it was a regular show uh, with a guest. Um, I think it was Sean David Martin. I don't even I didn't even listen to those first three hours because I wasn't interested in them. I was interested <laughs> in the prediction. Mm-hmm. There you go. Um, yeah, honestly. And so I I sat down and listened to that whole show in length and took copious notes of timestamps of like, okay, we're going to clip this and this and this and this, and we're going to uh, take a look at them. But Seb, you had a question in the show notes, and uh-huh. I, I think I think it's a, a better way to open this. Uh-huh. You ask of, of the three of us, how did you spend New Year's Eve 1999? Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm actually interested to hear your the, both of your stories. Um, for me, I was um, I was actually in uh, London, England at the That's time. Right. Yeah, you um, were going to Oxford, weren't you? I, yeah, I um, it what my friends and I uh, took went down to London um, for the fireworks show. There were a couple million people on the street. Um, the fireworks show was the most amazing fireworks show I'd ever seen. The only way I can describe it is by saying, if you can think of a 4th of July fireworks show at the very end, there's the big climax where just everything's going Mm -hmm. on, like going off all all at once. It was like that, but like for 30 straight minutes, basically. Oh, wow. Um, And then it took about six or seven hours to, to get back home when usually it only takes about an hour, 90 minutes, just because there were so many people. Um, But it was a great time. It was, it was really exciting. Um, what, What about you guys? That's so cool. Taylor? Uh, well, I, man, I remember obviously some Y2K concerns, mm-hmm. you know, and, yes. and it, most of it being kind of the computer online community kind of just preparing for it. They're like, we don't know what the computers are going to do. You know, is stuff going to break? Is my AOL account still going to work? Um, I, I don't, I don't know that anyone, I mean, at least kind of like in my circle of friends and acquaintances thought that like, the collapse of civilization was going to happen or right. anything. Hmm. Um, I, I don't even know. Like, I remember, I remember seeing advertisements and I remember seeing like, I remember there being junk mail, just being like, Oh, prepare for Y2K. <laughs> and, you know, uh, not intentionally doing my Alex Jones, Jones voice there, but it, it just, it was one of those things where it was like, I don't know, this was in some ways kind of the beginning of, at least the modern prepper movement in some way i think oh I, yeah I, for I, sure honestly i'm pretty sure i just spent it at our parents house oh really i I'm i distinctly sure, yeah i distinctly remember you and i earlier that year um not in december but um uh, we were eating at a denny's on saratoga avenue and we were, <laughs> we were having a deep, deep discussion of you know what does the year 2000 mean what does it signify is it going to be the end of the world or anything like that because there, <laughs> there was tons of that great stuff there were like white oh, yeah. prepper conventions and you know you'd go to barnes and noble and there'd be a big stack of uh, y2k publications that had come out mm-hmm. everything you need to know you know to make a tourniquet and i i gotta tell you this 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 episode this art bell show and this whole y2k walking down nostalgia lane got me so just um it was so exciting because it, I had forgotten this whole time of my life, basically. And it was so much fun to revisit it, really. Um, yeah. It was one of those things where we thought, you know, it's like, oh, what, what would it be like if, you know, like society started falling apart? And who knew yeah. 20 years later, you know, we'd kind of kind of really get a taste for it. Yeah, right, right. What about you, John? What was, oh, what boy. Was your... I'm, I had to look you, up. You were a few you were a few years younger than me. Yeah, I mean, 1999 to 2000, I was hanging out um, 
off of Bud Avenue um, okay. on a street I will not name because, you know, we don't want to dox anybody. Um, <laughs> I had to look it up because I was like, I remember exactly where I was. I was at like, my... I know Bud Avenue. Yeah, I was at my friend's house. Um, and, yeah, uh, just hanging out with a bunch of uh, fellow teenagers. And then the clock hit midnight and uh, nothing happened. And we were like, all right, cool. <laughs> That's funny. Well, at least it didn't take you six or seven hours to get home like it did Seb. Oh, um, no. Yeah, I was I was still in high school. Jeez. You were. That's yeah. right. Holy um, smokes. Boy, oh, wow. boy, oh, boy. I'm old. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I tell you what. Let's take a listen to this first clip. Uh, this is a, um, oh, I guess, kind of a paranormal celebrity, uh, Evelyn Paglini. And she's making her predictions uh, for the year 2000. We should have also gotten the Conan O'Brien in the year 2000. Clip. Yes. Uh, uh, we, you need a bigger soundboard. I John. do. I, mean, I could switch limit, back and forth, but. Having to limit myself to eight. Is I know. Tough. Well, I mean, just from these descriptions alone, it looks like you picked eight good ones. So, all right, here we go. I, I, I hope so. Here we go. To bring in the year of the dragon. The year, is that what it's going to be? The year yes. of the dragon? Yes, it's the year of the dragon. And you know what, Art? Because it's got a double zero. I'm looking at it as snake eyes. <laughs> I think we better strap ourselves in and, and get ready for a very pumpy ride. I'm going to put that down actually as a prediction. Well, thank you. Year of the dragon. Uh, and you think it's going to be a bumpy ride, huh? Very much so. I feel that this winter and spring, the weather severity is going to cost us plenty. Well, and I, I also feel that there is going to be a wonderful find that will be uncovered in the Antarctic of an ancient civilization that will tell us a little bit more about our roots. You probably mean as the Antarctic continues to melt. That's right. <laughs> All of a sudden, one day they'll look out across the ice and they'll be at the top of a building, a skyscraper. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I wish, you know, normally the year of the dragon can be very fortunate, but I'm feeling more chaotic. I'm feeling people are going to come out and assert themselves, but in a negative, not in a positive way. And so I'm very worried about this year. Nothing is going to be in concrete. It will shift in, the, in an instant. One day will be phenomenal and we'll be very optimistic, and then you're going to get hit with a thunderbolt. Come on, right out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. So that's why I'm saying strap yourself in. Well, I, I, I have some of the same feeling, but, you know, as I watched TV earlier tonight, it, everything was going so smoothly around the world. Oh, yes. And to some degree still is. I, it felt hopeful. Uh, but oh, I want to be optimistic. I think it's wonderful to see the entire world all at once shake hands to the year 2000. Uh, well, I guess that's going to happen, but maybe it's like uh, we're fighters uh, shake hands, you know, just just before just before you come out sparring. Yeah, that's, yeah. Art, that's what I'm really worried about. I'm, I'm going to say again: the year of the dragon, fire is going to breed, and the double zero snake eyes. Well, I want to uh, thank you for all you have done for me and my family. Oh, Ellen. thank you. And. Um, I want, uh, want you to have a wonderful, magical new year. I will, and I wish that to you and your entire audience. Okay, hon. Thank you. You're welcome. Good night. That's Evelyn Paglini, and she's a real McCoy, a witch. I mean, <laughs> she was a year off, if you right? think about it. <laughs> yep. Which is just, I was listening to that, I was like, oh, boy. 
<laughs> you know, it's it's funny. You know, it's it, it's I listen to it, and at the same time, I'm like, wow, that's you know, that's just vague enough talking about like you know, crazy climate. Like as as we speak, as we record this evening, a a ginormous like sub sub freezing air mass is pushing down through the middle of our country right now. Hmm. Right hmm. between now and Christmas, it's it's the point where you know you're getting freeze warnings in the gulf states Mm -hmm. kind of things and that's you know that's art bell had an entire book about that that became the movie the day after tomorrow yeah Mm -hmm. right um and and yeah it's it just it's one of those things you know you you talk about oh climate's going to be crazy and it's going to cost you know uh taxpayers a lot that's been every single year for sadly decades now it's just that's just getting worse and worse and and I have to correct her in one way. I mean, it's it it it's not a double zero. It's two thousand. It's tri- it's a triple zero. Yeah. Oh, geez, even yeah. worse. <laughs> yeah, very... snake with three eyes. <laughs> not just snake eyes. It's snake eyes and I guess a third eye. Yeah, yeah. you know. <laughs> but but you know what? She she is the real McCoy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Apparently, the McCoys were witches. <laughs> oh, I wonder. I wonder what 2023 is going to be like the year of the horse or the year of the rat or um, I can check real quick is. Yeah. yeah. Let's, let's find out. Cause I know I was born in 1976. That was the year of the dragon. You're oh, the, you're, you're the dragon. You're the rabbit. Yeah. You're the rabbit 2023. Yes. Okay. That seems mildly like uh non-threatening. You know what I mean? <laughs> Have you not seen Monty Python? <laughs> <laughs> Or a watership down. People born in the year of the rabbit are predicted to have a good fortune and have a peaceful mind, or and have a peaceful mind throughout their lives. Well, Well, if I was born in the year of the rabbit, that is not true at all. And oddly enough, they love carrots. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Strange. Strangely enough, and they're they're oddly, you know, attracted to Looney Tunes. Oh. Is it uh, wabbit season or duck season in 2023? It's apparently wabbit season. It's wabbit season. Yes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, man. It, one of the fun things about listening to Art Bell do open, you know, if, and if, if you're one of those listeners who, who haven't listened to a bunch of old Art Bell shows, is that he never screened the call. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right it's just it would always be just luck of the draw hey west of the rockies you're on the air and you you, you got what came through yeah mm-hmm. um however you know uh weird or poignant or sometimes spaced out uh mm-hmm. because really you're you're there's a delay in radio. You don't get it in podcasting of course, but there's a delay in radio so when what you're hearing if you're in front of your radio is something like seven or 10 seconds uh, delayed from what's happening live. Mm. Um, And so a lot of times people have been waiting on the phone for a long time to talk to art and they're focused on listening to the radio. So when they finally hear the line pick up and they don't immediately hear themselves on the radio, well, our second clip tends to happen. (laughs) West of the Rockies, you're on the air. Hi. Hi. Hello. Who am I calling? Well, uh, now, with regard to who you're calling, you would know more about that than I would. Uh, oh, well, no, I just, I was just dialing a number. You're just dialing a number randomly? Well, no, I was trying to reach Art Bell. Uh-huh. Well, who do you think you've reached? Oh, I have no idea. <laughs> um, <laughs> guess for me. Take a big guess. Um... <laughs> 
I don't know. I really don't know. Huh? So who, well, you, you, you wanted what kind of pizza? What kind of pizza? Oh, I, I don't want any pizza. No, thank <laughs> you. You did order one, anchovies, right? Uh, no, no anchovies. I can't stand anchovies. No? No. All right. Well, all right. Are you sure you're canceling this order, then? No, no, no pizza. All right. Well, all right. Fine. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> How do you not want pizza? That's so oh, that's weird. So funny. That's so strange. That's, Who am I calling? <laughs> I think that was genuine, genuinely an alien. I mean, maybe. Oh, because they... They didn't want pizza. Like, how do you not want pizza? Yeah, very strange. Very strange. <laughs> he, Art Bell, for as long as he's done radio, you know, has gotten so many of these. I've, I've heard, I've heard of plenty of them, and just the way that he just rolls with it. Yeah, I, I, I like to think that this was almost like an era when it was like peak Art Bell. Like it, it seems like this was right before like. And I don't know if this is accurate, but, you know, he started going through a lot of difficulties and he would quit periodically and then come back mm -hmm. and then quit again. And it seems like this was kind of like before all of that kind of stuff. Maybe. I, I, don't I, know. I think maybe and I'm not 100 percent sure on my my dates on some of this. I think some of those troubles had happened okay. um, at this point. But, yeah, it's it was more I want to say the early early 2000 2002 or something okay where it was kind of like look i just need to step away from this for a little while and then we'll mm -hmm. come back and do some hosting again yeah yeah um it, you have either of you guys yeah, okay hang on have either of you guys ever prank called someone well i've i mean i have pranked called somebody but um there was one time that i was this was years ago i was listening to a radio station and i heard a song that I thought was really interesting. And I made a note of what station it was and what time of day it was. And by the time I got home and I called later on and I thought I would get like somebody at the switchboard and I could figure out like they could, oh, they could be like, oh, hey, you know, this is what song you heard. So I called up the radio station and it turns out I was on the air. And oh. it was like a call in, like they were interviewing someone and they were having call in people. And I just wanted to ask about this song. <laughs> oh and, and I actually got, I was actually on the air and it, it was like, you know, like a, college radio station it wasn't like a major national thing or whatever you know um but i felt i felt even to this day i feel i feel horrible about that oh because let let it let that go i think you're fine man <laughs> it's like whoever they were interviewing it's like how boring does this person have to be that the call-in that they take is like somebody who doesn't even know that this person exists you know and maybe this is why some people just <laughs> <are> the screen <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> oh no that's funny how about you, Tim? Have you ever pranked a, a um, call I, One time, my best friend Jonathan and I, when we were teenagers, um, decided to look up, and it was, I swear it was in the white pages, like some mm -hmm. local-ish number for the Air Force, <laughs> and actually report a UFO. <laughs> oh, no. Are you serious? Yeah, and it was one of those things, it was, I think they picked up, and it's like, we said it like so quickly and we were like at the same time freaking out because oh god this is it there for us official picking up the phone and it's like <laughs> we like we like rambled it out really quickly and like, <laughs> and we were like oh my god oh my god i can't believe we did that that's awesome how old were you it was probably oh gosh it's probably 92 or 93 oh gosh Oh my gosh. So I was oh. probably about 15, 16. Yeah, something like that. It's awesome. Yeah. John, have it's you ever awesome. pranked called in? I have not. No. No. No, never. Really? Yeah. Wow. Well, 
it, it, in lieu of you telling a story really quickly, when I was an undergraduate, my college roommate, my girlfriend and I, one weekend we were hanging out watching TV in the dorms and there was an infomercial for a, a person who was trying to get people interested into getting into the business of raising alpacas, which are animals kind of like llamas. Mm. Yeah. And there was a, like a toll free one 800 number and we called it and it was just like a answering machine because it was the weekend, you know, and we probably left two dozen messages over the course of that weekend <laughs> on this poor guy's and we started off like really normal like oh hey we've got an alpaca we really like it and then it became more like the alpaca's eating tin cans do i need to call the vet and oh it became this really baroque like elaborate thing <laughs> this poor guy when he got into the office on Monday, good job. that's a hundred percent true story by the way wow <laughs> oh, i like that I like that. Seb, how how young do you think we were when we started listening to? It's difficult to say because I honestly don't, I can't remember, I cannot remember a time when I didn't know who, I don't know or didn't know who Art Bell was. Okay. But I don't really have like firm memories of us like gathered around the radio, like in the movie A Christmas Story, and we were like listening to Little Orphan Annie or something. <laughs> Well, um, one, we, we never had a radio that big, and two, we never had a signal that clear. Right. Um, I mean, because it was on the old boombox, I would guess. It was, yeah, and we were trying to pick up a station out of Reno, Nevada. I guess it was, like, the early to mid-90s. It Does that probably, sound about right? It, you know, I would say it was probably more mid-90s, because, like, the earliest Art Bell MP3s out there that I've been able to find have been, like, late 90s. Yeah, I thought, yeah, my, my, my rough memory is that Art, Art kind of, his radio show kind of tweaked a little bit after the Oklahoma City bombing. Like, I think beforehand it was, like, more of a anti-government conspiracy show, and then after Oklahoma City it became just more paranormal, maybe? Yeah. I don't know if that's a fair. You know, I mean, some some of the earliest stuff that I've heard was him, you know, talking Bob Lazar and all that. So mm, okay, um, it's always been a bit of of everything. But I guess that probably doesn't beat our third clip, where <laughs> Art Bell's youngest fan calls up and gives not the greatest prediction. <laughs> on the international line, you're on the air. Hello. Hi, Art. Yes. Yes. Um, I'm just wondering if you. Uh... I checked your email yesterday, or if you did. If I checked my email when? Yesterday. Yeah, sure I did. Yeah, um, I sent you an email, the youngest listener. Um, yeah, I, yes, I saw your email. Yeah, what'd you think? Um, I thought it was, it's still there. I mean, I haven't cleared it out yet. Uh, your young, it said your youngest listener. Yeah, I started listening when I was 10. Yes. Yeah, I got hooked on your program. And now you are how old? 13. Do you want to make a prediction? It's yeah. your one opportunity. Um, okay, uh, what number will it be? 62. 62. Yep. Um, that you're going to be in the hospital or a breast near death or something? That I'm what? You're going to be in the hospital. I'm going to be in the hospital? Yes. Why? I don't know. That's... I had a dream last night. Really? That, that you were in a hospital bed. I was sick, huh? Yeah, something. Well, that's a pretty downer prediction. From my youngest listener. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, listen. We'll see. Okay. All right. Take care. I've had worse. That predictions that I will die. <laughs> usually that I will be off the air. And that's been going on for the better part of 15 years now. 
I mean, can we check if he actually uh, went to the hospital that year? Did you check? Did you I, do his... I didn't check. I didn't check to see if he went to the hospital that particular year. Um, but you know, he did unfortunately pass. Right. Four, but... five, four or five years ago. Now. Yeah, but I mean, th- that was like eighteen. It, it like that kid's like, aha! I told him eighteen <laughs> years ago. No, <laughs> I'm trying to see if. Uh... If anything, uh, I I don't even know if you'd be able to find something that far back, you know. Yeah, the hospital year two thousand like that. That's that that would be a tough one to check up on. Short of listening to like finding the file for the next new year two thousand into two thousand one, because one of the things he does is he goes back through the previous year's prediction. Mm. And then, I mean, of course, obviously. <laughs> I didn't do that. Yeah, the only thing I can find is that his dad passed in April of 2000. Oh. So kind okay. of kind of close. Yeah. This yeah, demon child he's... calling him and <laughs> Yeah, because obviously he's um he's Art Bell the 3rd. So technically oh, oh, wow, yeah. ended up in Hearthstone. Hey, there you go. That's Jeez, interesting. Okay. okay. Interesting. Okay, we'll we'll give that half a point. I, I was struck by how many of the predictions were, were of a kind of a, a negative, not maybe negative, but pessimistic sense, mm-hmm. and how few of them really related to anything paranormal. The one exception, I thought there was one guy who, who thought that there was going to be um, extraterrestrial visitors who were going to, like, resurrect the, the musical group Millie Vanilli. <laughs> which, oh, yeah, that one was... That was pretty amazing. And rambling and convoluted. Like I I would have had to like make some edits to that to make that a a reasonably listenable clip. But yes, that was (laughs) I was actually surprisingly disappointed listening to this entire show and going, How are these predictions not more completely off the wall? Oh right. Yeah, exactly. You know? Um they just, some of them were just really mundane. There was one of the really weird things about New Year's Eve 1999 into 2000, that was actually the day that Boris Yeltsin resigned and Vladimir mm. Putin came to power. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, um, they definitely talked about that quite a bit. In yeah, the show. yeah, they talk about that a little bit in the <clears throat> beginning of the show, which I thought was an interesting thing. Um, it was funny when I was listening to the 1997 one, there was, there was one prediction, um, strangely enough, about like, it was a complete anti-vaxxer. Mm. You know, talking about how it was, you know, something, something was going to be introduced, you know, into, you know, every red-blooded American by way of mm. vaccines. And mm. I was like, yeah, mm. dude, everything new, sorry, everything old is new again. Right, yeah. You know, it's like, it was just, it could have been lifted from something this past couple of years. And I was just like, wow, <laughs> that that's, that's sad and that's scary. Can we just take a second to acknowledge the fact that how angry art gets during this episode where apparently he's trying to keep the international line clear for people <laughs> like who maybe in they're, they're in Asia or they're in Europe just to like report in on Y2K weirdness. So he keeps repeating over and over. If you're Canadian, please don't call the international line. And then every freaking call it gets on the international line is some Canadian and he gets like more and more perturbed. <laughs> that yep. so funny. <laughs> it's like, how do you get mad at a Canadian? <laughs> you know, I know. Uh. They're they're so sorry at everything. Mm. Uh, <laughs> it is, yeah. That 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 was all good stuff. Um, do you guys remember Kmart? <clears throat> I oh, do. Wow, blue light special, there was, there was right? Two. 
Absolutely. One of the last ones was just up the road in uh, Grass Valley, I think. I think it just closed. Oh, was yeah. it really? I think so. Was it really? Interesting. Yeah. I, my my parents always joked, said, you know, I was like, oh, mom, dad, where did I come from? They were like, oh, you're a blue light special at Kmart. <laughs> uh, wow. Don't check that's not actually. I know, right? Yeah. Do you want to know how many know. how many Kmart stores are currently in the U.S. of A? Oh, uh, probably more than there are Blockbusters. Yes. Do you want to? Do you okay. want to? Uh, do you want to fathom yeah. a guess? Do I want to fathom a guess? Is it a two-digit or three-digit number? Is a two-digit number? Okay. I'm going to say two dozen. Two dozen. I'm going to say there are thirteen. Twenty. Wow. wow. And there so, I'm trying to click on this dot here. Where is this? There's one in California. Um okay. I cannot tell where. Why is it not telling me? Tell me where you are. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> well, I, anyway, I bring it up because uh our our fourth clip tonight um is is probably one of the goofiest <laughs> predictions about the internet. <laughs> Um, that I think I've ever heard, and I almost think that it would have been kind of awesome had it actually happened. East of the Rockies, you're on the air. Hi. Hello, Art. How are you? Fine. This is uh, Tom from New Jersey. Hi, Tom. You want to hear my uh, prediction, or do you want to play the game first? Well, I'm ca- I-, I tell you, 2 o'clock is a cutoff, Tom, for, for the game. Oh, okay. The $100 challenge. Okay, well, I'll just give you my prediction. All right. Well, no, I, it's not 2 o'clock here yet. Oh, okay. So, I mean, you're still in the ballpark. Let's hear your prediction. My prediction is that the biggest new Internet service provider will be Kmart when they offer it for free. <laughs> you think they're going to do that? Yes, they are. As a matter of fact, I know they're going to do it, and I think they're going to do very well. Believe it or not, it's going to be called bluelight.com. You know what? I think um, there's going to be a lot of that, a lot of free uh, service. It's not exactly free. In other words, there's going to be advertising. Yeah, and I'm sure you have to answer questionnaires. Yeah. Huh. Uh, you know. So I will. I will say sorry. There, there's uh, the California store closed last year. So. Uh, yeah. Okay. Not, not in California. Yeah. I mean, this this begs a lot of questions. First of all, what is BlueLight.com actually? Well. And then, oh. I is can tell you. <laughs> oh, okay, boy. here we go. Is, Blue is light it safe for work. Oh yeah, no, no, no. Blue okay. light, and I mean, I this is, sounds like somebody who might have had some uh, some some knowledge because he said he knew for a fact. And uh, BlueLight.com was established in 1999 as part of Kmart Corp's efforts to gain an internet presence. What? Yeah. What? The venture majority owned by Kmart and funded by SoftBank Venture Capital, Martha Stewart Living, and Yahoo originally operated as an ISP. However, in just two years, Blue Light grew into an online discount shopping destination, as well as leading ISP with nearly 7 million subscribers. What? I'm going to click on it. Where's Blue Light? Can I go to bluelight.com? This is from encyclopedia.com, by the way. Okay. But still, like that was in 1999. It uh, and yeah, the way he says it, he definitely sounds like he's got insider information. Yeah, yeah, that's that's too on the money. He's got to be. Yeah, there's something about that. Unless he's, he's a time traveler. Well, maybe. <laughs> Although of all things to come back in time to warn us about <laughs> the future of, and this is for I don't know when this when was this article originally written because it. Says at the end of the article, the future of bluelight.com is uncertain as of January 
2002 <laughs> as Kmart Corp has filed for bankruptcy. So um, it it was a thing. And I mean, 7 million subscribers at that time, that is doing decent. Yeah. That's you amazing. Know, that's not that's not bad. You know, speaking of the old internet and time travel, are you guys familiar with something called the Internet Archive Wayback Machine? I am, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, uh, I, when, back in 96, I created a couple websites for some of my friends. They had high school bands, you know? Mm-hmm. And I found out purely by chance that those sites are still... Uh, up on the Internet Archive's Wayback Machine, and the audio files even still play music. Wow. <laughs> I know. What, what yeah. hosting site? Archive.org. Oh. Yeah, they some, I guess, robot or spider or whatever they call them, like, captured it or whatever, um, which is, because it's like an old GeoCities website, you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Back in the day. Um, I love, I miss old web pages, though, you know? They got the little counter at the bottom, you know, maybe a guest yeah. book. Like what happened? All the internet now is like people getting angry at each other and yelling and like horrible things. I know. I don't even <sighs> want web. I don't even want web point one point anymore. Give me like webs. Yeah, I know. <laughs> where's my Where's my Mosaic browser? Yes. Yeah. Right. Netscape <laughs> Navigator. Oh. Um. Holy moly! That Kmart info. That's crazy, John. Thank that you. Yeah. How wild is that? Um, one of the things that the caller referenced was this, this challenge. So as the evening, as the, sorry, as the evening, as the night went on, let's be honest, um, Art literally just came up with this idea, right? Cause he, he, he broadcasts basically out of his own home studio. So his wife, Ramona is there helping out and stuff. And so he's got like this, like CD of oldies, right? That he uses as like bumper music and stuff. And basically says that he will give he will write a 100 dollars check he's like you can frame it or you can cash it i don't care right because it's got his signature on it um to anyone who can successfully name every single song on this cd so he, and, he would play like one or two seconds right and then he would yeah, like stop he'd, it. He'd, he'd play a couple of seconds and then the yeah. person would guess it and yeah. you know a few people they'd get like you know five or six songs in and it's kind of like oh is this going to be it and then they'd bomb mm-hmm. you know um and you heard him say that he's he's only doing it until 2 a.m like west coast time right and like i'm not joking like the very last caller before 2 a.m nails it oh absolutely nails it now obviously we can't play the whole clip because it's really long and it has obviously copywritten music yes in it but but you can hear the aftermath of it and it's Mm. pretty fantastic plus you get to hear ramona in the background not too thrilled with the fact <laughs> that they just blew a hundred bucks. <laughs> I can't believe it. I can't believe it. In the last minute, I get Mr. Genius. There goes a hundred bucks. Well, what the hell? It's the millennium. I'll send him a check. <laughs> you got to admit that. Don't hit me. <laughs> I don't think she's real happy about that. You got to admit he's good. The guy's good, right? All right. Well, you you get to take his name and address and write it right out the check. I can't believe it in the last minute here. I can't believe that guy. He was really too good. Honolulu, yes, coming up, um, and also and down in the uh, Tahitian Islands, coming up. All right, well, 
I don't feel like saying anything else. I just lost a hundred dollars. That's the best contest you'll ever have. Yeah, you got it. But we will indeed send him a personalized check, which he can either he can frame it, he can frame it, or he can cash it. Right. The one I caught him on almost was a journey to the center of the mine, but and green tambourine. Nobody's that good. Nobody's that good. He was—he's a ringer. <laughs> anyway, we'll be back. There goes there goes my money. Happy New Year! <laughs> that is wild. <laughs> it's so good. It's it's one of those things. If you can find, I know there are people out there who are, um, you know, putting his old episodes out on on Spotify, and there's different archives out there. So if you you can actually find this entire show um and and go at somewhere in the five hour mark you know find the actual like the full thing of this playing out you know where art's convinced at one point is like no 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 it's it's this song and the guy's like no it's this artist it's called this song and art looks he's like crap you're right (laughs) (laughs) that guy was impressive though because very and and it's it's weird though because i started thinking it's like when i was growing up in the 90s if i wasn't listening to live 105 fm yeah i was listening to oldie stations and now it's like it's like i woke where did all the oldie stations go i i can't think of a single oldie station still around at least in northern california um, i i really don't even i think i think i might know of one down on the central coast oh okay but the yeah. definition of oldies yeah has changed radically yeah it's, but but it's so sad. The stuff so that we sad. used to listen to on Live 105 is now falling under oldies. Yeah. Oh, I know. We're so old. Yeah. Nothing like listening to a classic rock station and hearing Nirvana and going. Wait, time out, time out. That's not classic rock. Right. Yeah. Yeah. What? Oh my Good gosh. Heavens. Yeah, that's that is scary. But something that, you know, it's playing like, you know, fifties and sixties, you know, like fifties and early sixties and stuff, I I I'm not sure that there's many. Yeah, it's so there. sad. Oh well. Um, but hey, who listens to terrestrial radio anymore? We're all streaming. Yeah. Uh actually that's not true. When I um no, no I listen to the I listen to the radio I think more than I ever have. Uh really? Yeah, because I don't know how to work uh the 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 uh, it's not an auxiliary. Lauren's car is weird, so I'm just like, well, I guess I'm listening to the radio. I, I bought so a pocket there... transistor radio about a month ago. Ooh. yeah, interesting. I mean, the radio I stations mean, down here are not uh, not half bad. Do you remember Matt Penfield? Oh yeah, yeah, he's still he's down here. He he does. Uh, nice. I think he does a Sunday night like new new music. It's it's great. I love it. Okay. Yeah. yeah, it's sadly once Live 105 went away up here, there's just like, yeah, not much. Yeah, I bet. Not much. Even KGO is gone. Oh, yeah. I talked to my mom that day. My mom. I talked to my mom that day. Yeah, huh. she said she went, uh, she was listening to it, I think, in the car. She uh, got out of the car, came back 10 minutes later, and it was <laughs> it was music, and she was just like, Okay, well, maybe it's a. It's just the, they're coming back in, and they never came back. Whoa! Oh my god! Yeah. Creepy, creepy. God, Mrs. Pingle, why did you get out of the car? Uh, wow, that's wild. Yeah, just pillars, pillars of of radio and stuff, yeah. and it's like 
how did that happen? Yeah, I don't know. How did that happen? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's weird stuff, man. Anyway, we at least have stuff like Art Bell archived for, for, for future weirdos to listen to. And God love you all for that. Um, speaking of weird, <laughs> we're also speaking of weed. Um, our next clip is probably one of the stranger ones. Oh, boy. <laughs> of the night. Oh, yeah, it's a good one. Here we go, the final segment and the millennium racing toward its final destination on Earth, Samoa. Uh, first time caller line, you're on the air. Hi. Hi, uh, the impeccable Art Bell. How are you, sir? Uh, I'm reasonably well for a guy who just blew a hundred bucks. <laughs> yeah, I heard about that. At the <laughs> sorry. This is Chris from Peoria, Illinois. Yes, Chris. Um, a couple of different things. First, I'd like to, to convey a hope for the new millennium as well as a prediction. Um, first of all, my hope is that the people of the United States will realize that the legalization of marijuana is a necessity. Oh, I, I think the people of the U.S. have long now realized that, uh, or at least, I don't know about necessity. I'm not sure that's the right word. Uh, I, well, maybe it is. Uh, maybe it is necessary to revisit the whole question of marijuana. The trouble is, we came up with a president who you know, had that stupid remark that he made that blew any chance of... I thought the first Democrat that came along would legalize marijuana, and then Clinton comes along and says, boys, didn't inhale. Yeah, yeah. I see where you're coming from. Just from a, a, med, a, a medicinal standpoint, I believe that marijuana should, should at least be legalized from that point of view. Just well, the, of course, the amazing there, benefits that there have been ballots, uh, ballot initiatives, as you know. True. Um, and there probably is going to be more of that. I mean, eventually it's going to move that way. It's so we just can't seem to cross the line to get it finalized. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah. Um, as far as the prediction, this may have been mentioned earlier. I'm not, I'm not positive. But in the year 2000, I believe that the first human clone will be perfected. Um, I don't think it's been mentioned. Okay. Um, somebody did predict that for last year, and I bonked it because we don't know about it. This will definitely be the year. But you're saying it'll be a public matter. Um, yeah, yes. It, it'll be in the, pub, in the public eye, but it, the time has come for the people to actually see the benefits of cloning, also from a um, standpoint of, of giving people extended lives from or, donated organs. From, and, your, from your clone? Exactly, exactly. And not a lot of people consider that to be a big benefit. I mean, you do if you need a liver, for example. Well, yes, sure. Sure. But the clone is its own individual. Oh. It's its own individual. It, it's an interesting uh, moral question, yeah. It, it is. And that it, that's kind of why that clip kind of ends where it does, because it does just keep kind of keep going. Right. That, I was like, uh, uh-oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> no, that's you're fine. I should have made a better note of where that ends. No, that's fine. I was like, oh no, the board cut it off, but it did not. <laughs> no, I don't think it did. I don't okay, think great. it did. Um, so yeah, wild. It's, uh, uh, weed and clones. Yeah. Weed and clones. Ooh. <laughs> did they? Did they ever that's, clone a human? Um, Didn't they do that in China or something? I I don't know that any of that's been like 
properly confirmed, I think that's only vendors. There's Dolly the Sheep, obviously. Yeah, I remember Dolly. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, there's Star Wars The Clone Wars, but that's, yeah. you know, different. <laughs> <laughs> there was a group in 2002 that claimed human cloning success. Oh, okay. There you go. But, uh, um, yeah. Yeah. Would you ever want to meet a clone of yourself? No. Or fact checker. No, I'm, you know. Absolutely not. <laughs> really? I've, I've yeah. got a kid that's the closest I'll, I'll take. Oh, yeah. That's what, what do you do? You want to meet a clone of yourself, Seb? Uh, yes, yes, I do. Interesting. Yeah, I think okay. we'd have a lot to talk about. Would, well, but that's the thing is that, like, if let's say you cloned yourself right now, right. It would be a while before you guys could have a conversation. True, but I mean, if I had that kind of right. like you're not copying yourself. Well, well, I guess yeah. I guess I'm thinking more like you know, like those. You'd always get an episode of Star Trek where like the the transporter malfunction and you got like a, a duplicate of yourself. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess yeah. that's more like yeah. the so, clone. Yeah, like I wouldn't yeah, want to clone yeah, myself out of race a, a as a baby and change his diaper. You know. I would just trust me, gross. man. I've, I've been there with the diaper change. It's not. It's not. <laughs> yeah. It's not yeah. Ugh. You know, worth it in the long run, but at the time, just yeah. But but now now I'm picturing a you know darkest timeline sub with the with the goatee. Oh, I know, right? Yeah, evil sub. Yeah. <laughs> ah. <laughs> I, I I loved how there was one there was one listener who predicted that twenty the year two thousand Arpo was going to have a huge pizza sauce empire does that does that ring a bell taylor oh wait what yeah Vague, I thought, vaguely, yeah but i don't like like why would you even start a pizza sauce empire? well everybody know, loves pizza I, I mean i guess that's Every- true except for that one guy who called oh yeah but you know it's screw him like he doesn't he doesn't get pizza at this point i mean i don't think he ever came to pass but i just wonder what the art bell pizza would have as toppings would it have Ooh. like bell peppers <laughs> bell peppers yeah i don't know I mean, it would have to at the very least bell peppers uh, and sausages maybe i mean i would tr- i would order it no matter what it was even if it was anchovies i would just want to be able to say i'd eaten an art art bell you know, I, I, I think I almost think that's something we should put out to the listeners. What, oh, yeah. What would you put on a pizza and, and, you know, to, to, to symbolize, to embody, you know, mm-hmm. art bell. Yeah. Uh, what kind of pizza would you design and say like, this is the art bell. That's, that, is, that's, that's what I want to order. Now that's a good question. I totally. would like to hear yeah. listeners chime in on that. So hit us up on wherever we've ended up on social media by the time. <laughs> have no idea anymore <laughs> we'll try to we'll find you somehow and you just tell us when we find you. Uh, <laughs> go to bluelight.com yes that's right, that's right. all night geeks at bluelight.com there you uh, go and uh yeah find find our 20 percent off bonus, I <laughs> oh good heavens well it wouldn't be a prediction show without some sort of nuclear war-like prediction uh-huh. um, and you know i feel like unfortunately that's a prediction you could hear just as easily today but yep we even got it back in y2k let's hear it uh, wildcard line you're on the air hi ah uh, hello art this is tony from gary indiana hi tony oh. and i wish you a very very good yes. new year thank you and i hope none of this bad stuff comes up for you all good oh uh, i'll get right to it 
I do believe that in this year there will be a nuclear exchange. Oh. It may only be in one direction, but there will definitely be an aggressive use of a nuclear weapon. Yeah, you've got to believe we're getting closer and it's going to happen eventually. It's frightening, but I, I think things are getting out of hand and I think there's enough time and it just seems to be running that way. It may not be major, but it'll be enough to really stir things up because it's only happened once before. I appreciate your call, sir, and uh, that's number 76. And, you know, it, it, I, I don't necessarily disagree with this caller. Probably India and Pakistan, possibly North Korea. I got to say, I love that the caller's like, Art, I hope nothing bad happens to you this year but we're all gonna die <laughs> yeah i was thinking, I was thinking i'm the like same thing. he meant well <laughs> i think but uh i want uh, i want nothing for the best to happen to you but uh there's gonna be a nuclear explosion yes yikes totally totally yeah uh but i mean look i mean north korea is still lobbing missiles into the air yep. they're still rattling their sabers you know and and now we've got now we've got Ukraine. Yeah. 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 I think we're probably closer than we've ever been. Frighteningly enough, yeah. Yeah. And that was a huge uh, that was a huge like thing growing up in the eighties and nineties, you know, or at least the eighties, yeah. you know. Oh, like yeah. it'd be on that all was... the T V shows and the movies and the Cold War was at the coldest, you know. Mm. Yeah. yeah. That was stuff. probably like my biggest like anxiety growing mm. up. I, I would mm -hmm. I would just I'd have like basically night terrors over you know the world ending in nuclear fire yeah whenever they do like oh here's our quarterly like air raid siren test it would oh those were so scary for sure yeah, yeah. those and we had yeah. one like in our neighborhood right right literally next to a winchell's donut winchell's remember winchell's <laughs> yeah hell yeah that's that's where i'm gonna spend my last five minutes let me tell winchell's, you winchell's yeah <laughs> old-fashioned maple get just eat it as the sun explodes God. yeah okay, okay, so diet is over i don't even think i don't think there's any winchell's around anymore i will check i knew you would <laughs> I love having or I love having John on because it's like I'm gonna look this up. I'm like, okay, do it. It's like Alexa. Yes. Winchell's. You, actually, you know what's funny? You said Winchell's, and I was like, I'm pretty yeah. sure there was a Winchell's down the street from where I lived in Mid City, and there is. There's some down. There's a bunch down here. Really? So they're still around. Yeah. There's. Let me see. Oh, wow. Within within uh, ten miles. Oh boy. Well, within 10 miles is 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. 11. Why? Yeah, how crazy is that? That's insane. I'm trying to find the one that was nearest. I never went to it, but it was there, and I was every time I was like, oh, Winchell's. John, you're down south, right? Yeah, I'm in, I'm in, uh, in L.A. Aren't you, don't you also have, like, Bob's Big Boys still? Like, um, which I'm just so jealous over, by the way. Yeah, we have one in Burbank. Oh my! The, I have one three miles from me. I've actually never. Shut been. up! No, no, no. Yeah, I, I haven't. I haven't been to it yet, but I want to go. Oh my god! If I was three miles from a big boys, oh my god! I, actually, I could. I could. Where is the? What street is this on? I don't know a lot. Is it on Rivers? <laughs> I could literally drive in a straight line and get to it. Oh, I'm gonna cry. Okay, so, so L.A. So, baby. So, 
Tell them to go just a little bit more nostalgia on you. Do you know. remember Pioneer Chicken? I do not, but maybe if you okay. jog my memory. Um, it, it used to be on uh, Prune Ridge and Saratoga slash San Tomas, that little triangle mm. there across from the golf course there was a like yeah. a luckies or an albertson's or whatever it was yeah. and, and it, it was it was just it was a chicken shop and i remember i remember going in there a couple times as a very small child it was very seven yeah in there and then it was gone there are two left and they are oh. in southern california oh man this well, one's I, I 20 minutes for me Oh, Pioneer chicken? Yeah. Oh no. Jeez. Well, you know, you know what's cra- you, you know going back the to the whole. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, going back to the whole like nuclear exchange thing. Do either of you have any sort of memory of or Taylor at least like? Mm. Okay, so yeah, there were air raid sirens when we were kids, and they would go off. Was there ever any sort of conception of what we were even supposed to do if it was the real thing? I mean, was there even like a shelter we were supposed to go to or something? We were supposed to go into the basement? Oh, what were we supposed to even do? Under I... your desk, yeah, right? That was supposed to be. <laughs> I mean, I mean could cover. If, yeah. if the 1950s taught me anything, newsprint. Newsprint protects you uh, from the force of a nuclear blast. What we... Or it at least gives you something to read before you're turned into vapor. Oh, well, yeah, you, be- <laughs> you become like the silly putty and the print is on your face forever. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, this wow. got dark. I Sorry. Did, yeah, I almost did the biggest swear of our entire show. Right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Dang. Um, yeah, no, I, I mean, I remember seeing like followed shelter signs on some buildings. Yeah, okay. Um, and so presumably, like, once you hear the sirens, you've, you know, you've got a handful of minutes to get your butt down there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I definitely don't think that our basement could have protected us from much, but. No, I don't think you so. Know, uh, yeah. Anywho, thank you for indulging us in both a bit of like nostalgic food talk and and <laughs> dark humor. <laughs> nice. Well, as with all shows, there has to be a final prediction, and not only do we get that, but we also get one of Art Bell's most remotely located caller with the final clip of the evening. Well, uh, I'll tell you, Art, if you ever get up this way, you'll have to come out to the real bush. Uh... You're, this is you're, the way to live. You're in the real bush, all right. No electricity, no running water. Chop a hole through uh, three to five feet ice to get my water. And how the hell do you keep warm? Uh, right now I got my wood stove cooked a 400 degrees. <laughs> Just keep stuff in the wood in there. Me and my three, me and my three cats. You have three cats? Yeah, three cats. I imagine they stay pretty close to that wood stove. Uh, they do, yeah. They cats, do. Cats love warm places, and cats. oh, they they do. And it's so great to talk to you, Art. I, I just, you know, I know a lot of people out in the bush listening to you, and uh, you'd never hear from them because most people don't have communication out here. But I hear you. Um, uh, listen, I've got one last number eighty prediction. If you would like to make it, yes, I would. And I predict that the uh, stock market is going to take a big rise. How how big? I think it's going to go through the roof. I think it's uh, it's going to be fantastic this year, especially especially uh, since uh, this Y2K thing didn't turn out to be as bad as everybody thought. I think you're making a really, really good point. 
Yeah, in fact, uh, another prediction. I predicted after this cold snaps over, I'm going to go to Hawaii for a week. <laughs> <laughs> in other words, even for a hardened Alaskan, 62 below is pushing it a little bit, huh? Yeah, well, I've been out here for six winters now, so it's uh, it's as cold as I care to see it, you know. I hear you. Well, uh, listen, now you qualify, I think, as my most remote caller of the night. Well, thank you, Art, and uh, it's great It's great talking to you, and, and keep it up. Well, listen, tell everybody from the middle of nowhere good night, because the well, show... Well, you know, we, we were going to have a big New Year's party tonight, but everybody had to cancel because it was too cold for the snow machines and the dog sleds tonight, so That's uh, <laughs> we were going to have a log cabin party about 15 miles from here, and my friends Bill and Cheryl canceled out. Well, tell them good night. Okay, Art, good night. Good night. That's it, folks. That's eight hours in a row. Boy, long haul. <laughs> long haul, but it was fun. Happy New Year, everyone. Happy New Year, everyone. Aww. Yep, Samoa is about to welcome the millennium, and that will make it complete all the way around the Earth. That'll be, oh, about two and a half minutes from right now. For me, that's it. From the high desert, Art and Ramona, good night, all. <laughs> Fun. I, ne I never get tired of, of listening to Cusco. <laughs> There's it, in, in growing up, I was always like, that's so great that they've got like these like Peruvian flute bands. No, no, they're, they're German actually. Uh. <laughs> and they, they just, and it's, and it's, it's flutes and it's synthesizers and stuff. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. But uh, man, I 62 below is one thing. It, I think, I think today at our house we maxed out at about 43 mm. uh, and it proceeded to get cold real fast <laughs> once the sun started going down and i'm like okay i'm cold like <laughs> you know, we need to bundle up let's keep the heater going um so yeah there you go the exciting prediction of the stock market going through the roof does the stock market have a roof uh well it it apparently uh crashed pretty hard in 2000 <laughs> oh, well geez. that guy gets a bonk for sure bonk. yeah <laughs> there, there, there was one there was one listener i thought was really interesting he predicted that in the year 2000 the population of art bell's hometown of Pahrump, nevada would double um, <laughs> and I, I i thought i would look into that according to the 2000 census there were 24,631 people in Pahrump. And by the 2020 census, it had grown to 44,738. So it actually took about 20 years or so for it to double. Uh, I mean, almost double. <laughs> I guess in, 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 in strangeness country, I was very unaware, but I uh, worked on a show that was uh, took place in Pahrump. I'm, I'm sorry, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> Worked on a show that, I mean, it, it wouldn't be that difficult for anybody to find it, but yeah, I worked on a show that uh, that took place in Pahrump. This, oh, now oh. This, this was a television yes. show. Okay, I think I know which one you're talking about. Yeah. Huh. I think I've like vaguely heard about it. Yeah. And yeah, oh, cool. I've already forgotten uh, what the actual name of it is, but I guess we won't say it because I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait there I it is yep i nope. thought you're just trying to be vague no i was trying to be vague and then uh here it is i remember it okay great was it All was right. it like a season of survivor that was set in Pahrump? uh <laughs> uh no that's all <laughs> oh, i'll say oh, okay. oh, no. <laughs> All right. it was it was 
scripted scripted fiction yes sure sure i don't i don't know how how scripted it was we'll just leave it at that all right well hey why don't we do a quick list of ding ding dings or bonks based on our listener predictions from last year Uh all right so i didn't think to do it last year or this year because i don't know life's crazy and i really should have but uh i didn't solicit any predictions uh but if you want to make some hit us up on the socials and let us know and we'll yeah. add to a list um uh, listener sj predicted that we would see president kamala harris in 2022 that's a bonk bonk in fact, I feel like we've hardly seen her as vice president around much. But maybe I'm just, you know, shying away from politics right now. Maybe. Um, they also predicted they'll be back on their BS by September. I'm. How do we know if they are? Did no, you check? I'm friends, I'm friends with them on Twitter. So I mean, I'm I'm going to give it a ding. Oh, all right. I I, th- I think they were, but I'll double check with them. Okay. And and report back. Um. And then lastly, also lots more Shrek in 2022. What does I that mean? Y'all. I I. <laughs> I I'm curious. Is, Sla- the... is it slang? No. Is it the literal literal no, Shrek. Like literally Shrek. Oh, okay. I saw Shrek, Shrek at Universal Studios. I mean, oh, I, I, feel, ding, 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 ding. I feel like as, you know, as, as a meme, oh. I saw Shrek popping up quite a lot in 2022. Have I seen any new Shrek? No, not so much. Mm. Well, huh. Okay. Well, I mean, I guess they might've not been, wait, what? There's no way this is true. Is this an actual thing? Oh dear. Here we go. I don't. Okay. So there's a Shrek. There's supposed to be a Shrek five rebooted. I don't know if this is true or not. So, I mean, it looks like um, they might have been correct until nothing came out. I think they're doing that Puss in Boots movie right now. Yes. And then it looks like, um, oh, it's not, this new Shrek movie is not coming out until next year. So, there you go. There you go. There you go. All right, listener Green Finnock predicted huge volcanic eruptions worldwide and in places where volcanoes have been dormant for thousands of years. Lots of rain and wind, too. Well, I, I also oh, predicted that Doctor Who episode. Yes. <laughs> oh. Podcastica. That, Find it on all there your. There you go. <laughs> there you go. That yeah. was. A, a cross- they, yes. They, there was that huge eruption in Tonga, I think. I mean, I think it was like. Yeah, because yeah, it's really large, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, there was that uh, Mauna Loa uh, recently in Hawaii oh, yeah. has, has started getting really active again. That's true. Um, so, I mean, I don't know that it's been huge and worldwide in places that have been dormant for thousands of years, mm-hmm. but there have been some significant ones. And obviously, I think lots of rain and wind is a, kind of a safe bet. So give it a ding and a half. Yeah. All right. Uh, this next one, John, you predicted we would have the announcement of who's playing the 14th Doctor by the third week of July. And we got it in, I believe, June, May? I think it was May. I think I, I think oh. we got it in May, and then we had the rug pulled out from under us because Shooty Got was actually playing the 15th Doctor. Yes. David Tennant's coming back to play the 14th Actually, doctor. you know, we should check. When was David Tennant announced as coming back for... Uh, for Doctor Who specials. Oh my god. <laughs> hold on. Uh, hold on. July? Uh let's see. Development. Oh okay. It was announced in July tw- okay, no, that's twenty twenty one. Davis confirmed writing, filming. 
Oh, come on. Where are you? <laughs> uh, Sony Bad Wolf would take over. Okay, where is Tenet's name here? Tenet is right there. Oh, yeah, I could probably... Um, I can just click on his name and see when it was announced that he was coming back. Sorry, I, w- I want to know. I need to know. No, I mean, that, that would be really funny if it actually... <sighs> Doctor Who specials, David Tenet. Confirmed for Doctor Who specials. When was this? Dead air, dead air, dead air. Okay, this <laughs> has a picture of Shooty in it. So, and uh, no, this is that's from October. We already knew that. We already knew. Okay. Well, while anyway, you, I was gonna say while while you look that up, we'll we'll definitely we'll go through the rest of them. We'll have a new UFO sighting that'll garner serious national attention. Um, was that I me? Um, I think that might have been you because you also predicted that neon colors will make a huge comeback, and that I will give a big ding ding ding. Yeah, uh, because I, I feel like I feel like '90s fashion is back in a lot of ways. Well, and that I, you know what, it might even be crazier next year because that Barbie trailer was pretty neon. What I don't know if you guys saw it, yes. but yeah. oh, I want to see that. It, it, I want to see that trailer that, looks that, so good. It does. Dude, that Barbie te- teaser trailer was hilarious. I loved and it. Not only not only that, but like the Kubrick family is like, no, 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 no. We totally give this our blessing. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and I'm like, what? <laughs> I thought that was crazy. And if you ever thought that we would actually talk about Barbie on a paranormal podcast, <laughs> we are rebranding to an all Barbie podcast in the future. Oh boy, <laughs> season oh. three is. Began. Uh, anyway, the the last one scientists will discover the Tasmanian tiger is not extinct. I believe oh. that's a bong. Well, okay, but hold on a second because yeah, there there was yeah there was some there was some hullabaloo early in the year if I remember correctly, but I believe that was ultimately proved to be. Uh, Oh, was it not real? There was like a team getting together that was... uh... Yeah, I feel like that was... You can double check if you want, um, uh, because I I forgot that Seb had put these in the notes, so I I really didn't follow up on any of them. Um, They did find the last remains of the last Tasmanian tiger, apparently. Okay, so the last remains. Yeah. But not a living one. No, I thought they were going to clone it. I feel like... Don't you remember Uh... that? Between that and weed, I mean, sure. Yeah. Can can they clone the Tasmanian tiger? And then can and I take it? Oh, here it is. Okay, Scientific America, it... August of this year. The extinction company aims to resurrect Tasmanian tiger. <laughs> okay. So, listen. But, but the question the question is: Can we take the Tasmanian tiger, imbue it with weed, and smoke its ashes? Listen. I just oh, want no, it's, to it's pet not a Tasmanian tiger. That's all I That's want. Fine. I don't believe <laughs> John. I'm sorry, and I'm making I'm making podcasting jokes over here. Too. <laughs> I'm not joking, folks. We did just review an episode where these alien creatures, if they turn to ash, they're drugs. Oh yeah, they're, they're drugs. They're literally drugs. Whoa! I'm I know. St- I am still looking. Just say no for this announcement, and I cannot. Yeah find it that's crazy it shouldn't be that hard good go digging down uh russell t davies instagram i'm scrolling through the b i probably made a mistake by scrolling through the bbc one. Oh, but i just yeah. saw them uh i'm close okay well uh, while you do that 
<laughs> Let's look at any predictions maybe the three of us have for 2023. I, for Ooh. one, predict that John will figure out when uh, David Tennant was announced <laughs> as the 14th Doctor sometime in 2023. Oh, man. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> uh, Seb, do you have any predictions? I do. I do have one prediction. I predict that a Grammy Award will be won by noted actress... Robin Wright Penn for her reading of the poetry of Robert Penn Warren. So, uh, yeah. Okay, that's oddly specific. Yeah. How about you? Okay. Do you have any predictions? Um, I I do. I saw your your question today, and I was trying to come up with something, and I yeah. just what really I don't know struggled with it a little bit because I'm not much of a predictor, um, or or I just really felt like you know the the Art Bell episode didn't have a lot of really crazy ones, um, but I will predict that furbies are going to make a huge resurgence in 2023 <laughs> but they're going to be wi-fi enabled um, and Ooh. they will ultimately form a mass furby consciousness oh, god. interesting oh god yeah interesting uh, john john do you want to make any predictions for 2023 um i i wish the prediction i had was telling you when we announced that david Tennant was coming back because even russell t davies Apparently doesn't have it. Um, Are you kidding me? No, I'm scrolling through his his amazing Instagram, and I don't see anything. Um, I think... All right, so prediction I'll have, just because I'm on a Doctor Who thing right here. Oh, there it is. I found it. Uh, it was yes. 31 weeks ago. Okay. <laughs> what does that, that mean? I can't... That oh, May, May 15th. Okay, so not July. No. Oh, dang. So close, though. Um, I predict that we will get some sort of announcement that uh, the, that the mouse will help out Doctor Who in an animated uh, way. Okay. So I okay. think I think oh. that'll happen. Um, yeah. What else? What else would be a great prediction? I can't well, think of anything. I know you're into the sports and you're into the wrestles. Oh, the wrestles. Uh, I uh, I don't want I don't want to make any sports predictions. Uh, I will say, how okay. about this? The Jets next year they will go to the playoffs if not win their division. There you go. You can All book right. that down. I feel pretty confident right. in that. Bonk. Hey, they're they're almost there. Hey. <laughs> we- said we can't bonk or ding it yet it hasn't yeah. not yet oh yeah that's yeah. true good point, good point. it's yeah. not 2024 yet or 2023 <laughs> or whatever year it is now i don't uh, know you guys this is craziness i love when it's all three of us together there's all yeah <laughs> yeah it's just fun. But you know what? Every month, Seb is going to dig in the old-timey newspaper archives to unearth a story of high strangeness. Seb, what do we start 2023 with? Well, folks, we're heading back to the Bay Area for a tale of a ghost train. This is an article that appeared in the San Jose Herald newspaper on December 17, 1892. I'm not going to read the whole thing because it's kind of long. It's titled A Narrow Gauge Ghost. It is getting its work on the San Jose route. Over in Alameda lives a reporter. Here is his latest. Quote, the memory of that horrible railroad accident which occurred about one mile east of the narrow gauge bridge on the San Jose route about 10 years ago is still fresh in the minds of many old residents. The track had become washed from the heavy rains and had sunk in one place. The train, loaded with passengers, came thundering along. The engineer saw the sink, reversed the lever, and jumped to safety. As the engine neared 
uh, as the engine neared it, the fireman also tried to jump, but his foot becoming caught in the change, he was held fast. Down crashed the engines, pinning the fireman to the earth, but not seriously injuring him. Soon, willing hands were at work trying to release him. It was a vain attempt. For hours, the work was carried on. The tide was rising rapidly and was upon the workers before they knew it. The increased peril of the fireman was instantly perceived. Immediately, many men worked to build a levee around the unfortunate man to keep the water from him. It was too late, and he drowned. Many superstitious stories are told about the place, and there are some who say that it is haunted. The ghost's tales are to the effect that on dark nights, um, cries may be heard, and it is said that a phantom carrying a bright light haunts the spot. One night, a track walker, while passing the spot, heard wails of agony and sobbing. He rushed back and reported it to the railroad men. He lost his job. The ghost is now frequently seen and is thoroughly believed by all in the neighborhood. Ooh. <laughs> ghost Ooh. train. I love it. Please, That's please tell me the woo is actually printed in there. It is. The woo, yes. Oh, yes. Very much so. I actually do have one more. I have one more prediction. Oh, okay. Here we go. All right, we're gonna in 2023. There's gonna be like a major um, deep sea discovery. Deep oh, sea discovery, okay. like something that we're like, oh, this is new slash old slash the here we found this, like a sunken continent or something. Or? Uh something. I'm gonna be very oh, wow. vague, just just so it comes true. <laughs> Look at this thing I found. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So let's see. Undersea, would that would that count if they found the treasure on Oak Island? If you would like it to, <laughs> then yes. All right, but I'm so, thinking like we're we're doing something, and we're like, oh, we found something else. I don't know. Yep. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. So so uh, we're talking sea devils and Silurians. Yes, basically. Okay. All right. That's a lot of Doctor Who for a uh, paranormal <laughs> podcast. Yeah. That's okay. We can we can we can appreciate that here. Indeed. Oh my gosh, you guys, this has been fun. <laughs> yeah, this it's been great. Been a lot of fun. Um, I, I, I'll just give everyone a, a quick little preview. One of the one of the ideas we are kicking around for year three um, is basically looking into um, old UFO print magazines mm-hmm. um, and and. Uh, uh, like uh, organizational newsletters and stuff. There's a tremendous archive of stuff out there. It, it would be so easy for us to be like, oh, we're going to talk about Roswell. Oh, we're going to talk about Skinwalker Rancher. We're going to talk about some of these things that it seems like everybody on some level has heard about mm-hmm. or marketed or exploited or, you know, whatever. Um, but I, I think we want to try to get a little bit more obscure yeah. this next year. So we're going to try this out and find, you know, a couple, maybe two, three articles uh, from these old magazines uh, each episode and talk about them and see, see where that takes. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, yeah, this should be interesting. It should be interesting. Um, but that is it for this month. Thank you for joining us in this adventure into the weirdness that surrounds us every day. If you've got an experience you want to share with us or if you have questions, email us at allnightgeeks@gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter so long as Twitter is still there at All Night Geeks. Hmm. Uh, you can follow me at BusBuddha71. And you can follow Seb at Clan McMuffin. And you can follow John at JP Thrice. 
That's right. Subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, Joe's Podcast Shack. Mm. Um, and be sure to rate and review us as well. Uh, just as importantly, please share us with your friends. Word of mouth goes a long way to spread the love around, and we would totally appreciate it if you tell at least one friend about the podcast. We want to give big thanks, as always, to the Ghoulies for letting us use Hot Rods from Outer Space from their album Midnight America as our intro and outro music. I still love the fact that that was recorded on uh, Lincoln Avenue in Willow glad yeah that still blows my mind every time i think about that go give them a follow over on the socials and hit up the ghoulies denver.bandcamp.com to buy their music uh we've got merch uh and i i'm still working on that shirt idea from our last episode last month i, I think we're gonna get something up there uh that's mm. over at shop.spreadshirt.com slash n-o-t-l-g that's right shirts buttons stickers sweatshirts for keeping you warm in this cold weather go check that out please and huge thanks as always to kate the steam powered mouse for doing the show's artwork um you know these times being what they are tis the holidays uh you know support local businesses support local artists we we are always going to advocate that um but if you want to throw a few bones our way i won't stop you you can do that over at patreon.com slash n-o-t-l-g oh that is it for us this month we will catch you in february starting our third year doing this and in the meantime get out go find something weird good night It's gonna sound. It's gonna sound like our our intros starting, and then.